Hello, fabulous friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Booked and Blessed podcast. I'm your host, Carissa, here to help you get booked and feel blessed. And to all of the lovely Booked and Blessed fam out there, no matter where you are, if you're on your way to work, in the car, driving, trying to be productive, you're on the train, you're on you're on a plane, you're in some form of transport. I just want to say I appreciate you, especially if you're listening on a Monday morning because that makes me doing this on Sunday night all worth it. <laughs> um this episode might be a mini sode, just by the way. I don't want to promise because we know what happened last time and Da, da 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 We made it to 30 episodes! If you haven't listened to all of them, what are you doing? Go back right now. No, seriously, right now. I'll wait. All right, now that you've listened to every episode preceding this one, I'm going to give you some life updates what you've all been waiting for, clearly. So I saw Hades Town with Ava in it, which I talked about last week, wanting to see her before she departs from the show, sadly. And she was in as Eurydice, obviously. The last time I saw the show, her understudy was in for her and she was incredible as well. But like, Ava originated the role, basically. So what, you know, you can't really top that. And I just want to say that that girl is an absolute master class to watch. She is a true triple threat. If I have never seen another triple threat in my life, like if I was at, if I, no, that didn't make sense. If I've ever seen a triple threat in my life, it's her. She can dance. She can act. She can sing her face off like, uh, and when she sang flowers and the little glisten of tears in her eyes and like she, Oh my lord, she did it with so much conviction. Everyone was like in the palm of her hand, just like, wow, she's going through it. Whew. Anyway, I truly do not understand, on another note, how actors in shows like that that are so heavy can put themselves through that emotional turmoil and trauma eight times a week. That show especially is intense, but I mean, a lot of shows, because they have a message, they're very emotionally involved and intense. And like, that's just yet another reason I love live theater. And I think actors are some of the strongest people in the world, emotionally, physically, athletes, you got it, you name it. And for the record, <clears throat> I cried again. Second time I saw the show, you would think I'd get over, not get over it, but you'd think that I'd be like, all right, I know what's coming. Nope. Tears streaming, streaming down my face. <sighs> Go see it before she leaves if you haven't already. Wowza. Okay, moving on. I had, I know you're all waiting to hear how this went. I had my little audition for an agency that I was talking about last week and, you know, it went fine <laughs> on my, by my standards of myself. And as I've said before, and it's much easier said than done, but sometimes you just have to do the work to the best of your ability, go in there and give your best performance that you can that day and have zero expectations. And that's applicable to life as well. And I know that it is so easy to say, but it is hard 
we always have expectations of ourselves, of others, of situations, of circumstances. We think we can control things. Nope. It is not in your timing. Other people and other circumstances have to all work out together. It's just, it's not in your control. So I have a hard time with that. And I thought that could be reiterated if that resonates with any of you, which I'm sure it might. But performing for this agent got me thinking. And you know what I was thinking about. I know you know. I was thinking I was real hungry and I started thinking about the meat and potatoes or tofu and potatoes of this here episode. And that is, if you've read the title, I'm sure you know, different ways to go about getting an agent. All right, so number one, you can self-submit. Some agencies will have an email address on their website or a dedicated section of their website for submissions, which usually involves submitting your headshot resume and your reels or examples of your work. This is another time where having a website comes in handy dandy because you can just put a link to the video section of your site. And that also reminds me, during the casting director workshop with Peter Van Dam, he was reiterating the importance of a website and footage and how very crucial that is for all actors because when he's trying to pitch bringing you onto a project to a director or a creative team, he needs something that he can show them to validate his decision sometimes. And also sometimes he just wants to see what else you can do and what other experience, what other, you know, performances and examples of what you're capable of. You know, you know the vibes. It also helps them get to know you a little better, I think. You don't have that much time in the room, clearly. So if you have other examples that they can look to, to they're like, oh, well, she's done this. She's done this. She can sing this. She can sing that. They can sing that. You get the dealio. But there were also two different agencies that I follow on Instagram who recently posted they're looking for people for their musical theater roster. So they're looking for submissions. Let me know. I think it was, um, I'll put it in the show notes. Honestly, I don't remember right now. <laughs> so when you self-submit, I think it's also a good idea if it's via email, especially to write a short pitch for yourself and let them get to know you a bit, but in a professional way. So super easy. Just so piece of cake. Everybody knows how to do that, right? So uh, we love it. We love it. Number two, a fellow actor can refer you to their agent. The agent I performed for told us that they sign most of their talent via referrals from their current clients. So that's big. And it also shows them like this person who's my client, who's very talented, sees talent and potential and knows that this other person is reliable or they wouldn't refer them because then that would make them look bad making connections, networking, knowing people. You need people to do things sometimes. And I'm not saying make your relationships transactional at all. I'm saying it's good to make friends and be a nice person and not be a diva. Just help your help your fellow man. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm guys, I always do this when I am like beep boop beep boop. Anywho. Number three. Agent showcases or being in a show that an agent attends. 
The second one clearly is totally out of your control. And as I've said before, one of the main lures of going to college for musical theater is the culminating agent showcase at the end. But that brings me to number four, which is take classes slash facilitated meet and greets like what I just did slash kind of like what I did, but like curated agent showcases by third parties. These options take a little bit of quaint, meaning you have to pay for them, translation, but it's really not all that bad, especially if an agent is going to help you book jobs and therefore make money you wouldn't have made without them. And if you didn't go to school for musical theater, how much would you have spent on your tuition to maybe or maybe not end up in your senior showcase? It's just saving money all around. The one that I just did was through Actors Connection and it was $60 instead of $50 because I did a song instead of a scene. So they do add a $10 accompanist fee. I know they also do some online three agent showcases. So there are three agents on the Zoom call, but I just, from three different agencies, I should say, but I just don't think there's anything like an in-person performance or audition, especially when you're trying to feel out if you'd be a good fit with the agency and the agency is trying to feel out if you would be a good fit for them, the whole nine. So if you do a class like this, I definitely encourage you to research the agencies they have coming in first to see if you like what they offer and also to see what clients they represent. Another note, the growing studio is doing a multi-week or agent work session type class that's also basically an audition for agent these agencies. Um, and I actually love that and would do it if I weren't prepping for a show here in September because it's this month, like the whole month. There are two sessions with each agent, so eight in total. And I think that is such a great way for them to get an authentic feel for who you are and what your strengths are and where your strengths lie, I should say. They do have these um, agent seminars every few months, I've been told, and I've had a great experience with The Growing Studio, so I would definitely recommend that if you're on the hunt for representation. And last but not least on my list, number five, have a casting agent refer you. I actually know someone who had a casting director refer them to their current agent because this casting director saw them coming in and consistently doing the work which goes to show you never know where doing that alone is going to get you, whether you book the job or not. The agent I sang for also told us he will call or message, email, whatever, casting directors and ask about certain people he's considering representing and what their what the casting director's opinions of them and their work are or their history with them, etc. What you do in the room, as I said, whether you book the job or not matters but it's also frustrating when it feels like you need an agent to even get in the room in the first place these days. The cyclical nature of our industry. Do, 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 do. And that's all I could think of today. There are probably more ways. If I see anything, I will share and I will make an addendum. I'll put it on Instagram. You know the, you know the drill. But that is all I have for you beautiful humans this week. As always, I would love, love, love if you could leave a little five-star rating, a sweet little review, and maybe even give a little follow so you can be the first to know when a new episode drops every Monday. 
If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or <clears throat> burning inquiries, feel free to send them on over to at Booked and Blessed Pod on Insta or at Carissa Hope. That is K A R I S A H O P E. If you want to reach out to yours truly personally, and if it just so happens to tickle your fancy, maybe even give me a follow to stay up to date with the pod as well as my life, as though you don't get enough of that already without asking. <laughs> Anywho, everybody, I hope you have a marvelous Monday and an even better rest of your week. Let's get booked and blessed, y'all.